ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners around the world in the countries of Australia, China, and Canada, and in the states of California, Michigan, and Massachusetts. And a special shout out to the 3,400 people in Tokyo who listened to our show last month. Welcome and thank each and every one of you for your continuing support. Because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. I love hearing from you, so please keep sending me your questions and comments. My July column in Dallas Yoga Magazine is now available in print and on the web. As Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, I'm answering your questions in my Ask Dr. Paula monthly column. Please click on the Ask Dr. Paula email link on this page to send me your questions. I'll answer them on the air or in the magazine. This month I talk about sleep. Did you know that we actually get more sleep than we used to and that waking up in the middle of the night for an hour or two is normal? Go to DallasYogaMagazine.com to read my July column, Sleep, A Different Perspective, and for all my previous columns. As always, please let me know what you think. I love hearing what's on your heart and mind. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul, as you learn to hear the still small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace because your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine. It is through this connection that miracles occur like unexpected healing, healthy, loving relationships, peace and wealth. So please use these tips. My tip for this week is in honor of our topic today. Observe nature. One form of meditation is to sit and relax in nature or to look outside from a comfortable spot. Enjoy the beauty of the sunset, the flowers, the birds singing. In our all-too-busy world, many of us have learned that taking time to meditate or relax is wasting time or being lazy. The exact opposite is true. To function at our best, we must relax our mind and our body. And how exactly 
exactly are we to enjoy life if all we do is check off items on our to-do list? Our very survival is at stake. Not only the quality of our lives, but our life itself. Dr. Hinohara, a longevity expert, just died at 105. Two of his prescriptions for a long life were having fun and not having so many restrictions on our body, like regulating what time we eat and sleep. In other words, loosen up, relax. If formal meditation appeals to you, do it. If not, a walk in the park is great, too. In fact, Japan has forests to help people relax, and the practice is spreading to the United States. Scientific studies prove the benefits for our emotional and physical health, including a decrease in depression and stress, improved immune systems, and lowered blood pressure and pulse rates. They're even recommending it as part of treatment for children with attention deficit disorder. Maybe relaxing in nature is not optional. Sometimes knowing our past lives can help us in the process of change and healing. Past lives are often the source of confusing feelings of deja vu, healthy and unhealthy relationships, special talents, gifts, and knowledge, fears and phobias, health problems, and personal challenges. We often spend years in therapy or misery blaming our childhood for our difficulties when it's really something we brought into this life from another lifetime. With my process, you will discover what you need to know, keep the positive, and let go of what's hurting you. I was trained by Dr. Brian Weiss, and I use a gentle process in which you always feel safe and in control, whether you just want to learn more about your soul's journey through different lifetimes or want to heal something in your current life, the information you're ready to know will emerge. In this workshop, you will experience your past lives with my expert guidance, learn new techniques that I have created to help you discover past lives on your own, heal your past, present, and future, connect deeply with your spirit and soul, understand the reasons for your current life circumstances, release the negative influences from your past lives, gain new self-awareness, empowerment, and peace. We will meet this Saturday, July 29th at CSL Dallas, the Center for Spiritual Living at 2 p.m. Looking ahead, my August 19th workshop will be the I'm Awakening, Embodying the Divine Feminine. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me to present these workshops or another one in your area, like overcoming abuse or learning to think and live without fear. You can learn more about the importance of past lives by listening to my on-demand shows with Dr. Bernie Siegel, Dr. Dave DeSano, and Lynn Russell, for starters. Go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to listen to these shows and to register for my workshop, Past Life Regression. 
Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Dan Millman, who is back with us, this time to talk about becoming a peaceful warrior. Last week's show with Suzanne Skurlock Durana was about healing from trauma by reclaiming your body. As we often talk about in this show, our body holds onto the trauma that we were not able to process and let go of in the moment. When the trauma occurs in childhood, we don't have the emotional maturity and skills necessary to deal with it in a healthy way. And even as an adult, the trauma can be so severe or ongoing that we don't have the ability to keep surviving and also process what is happening to us. The Center for Disease Control has said that if abuse were considered a disease, it would be classified as a national epidemic. Because it is not a disease, however, most people don't even know they are living with abuse when that abuse is emotional or psychological or financial. We have lots of other words that disguise the truth like controlling, manipulative, anger issues, and so on. Consequently, people do not seek help. So the trauma settles into our bodies, causing health problems that most doctors don't recognize as stemming from trauma. They treat the disease and not the cause, resulting in a series of health problems. Often we have to figure it out on our own and seek the proper help to heal our bodies emotionally, psychologically, and physically. Suzanne has developed a great system for helping people do just that. Her nine-question body awareness quiz at the beginning of her book is important for all of us. The fact is, is that we all experience trauma every day from the person who cuts us off in traffic to the boss who criticizes us, us to the friend who didn't invite us to their party. These small traumas go unresolved and get stuck in our bodies just like major traumas do unless we find a way to release them. In addition to the techniques that Suzanne shared with us, I read a portion of a book that I'm writing which described how I used Argentine tango to free myself from abuse and reclaim my body. One listener wrote, 
Hi, Dr. Paula. I wanted to let you know what a wonderful show this was. I loved your talking about the trauma you experienced in early child and how you opened up with Argentine tango. I resonated with this because I was also called a klutz as a child and was sent to gymnastics to learn body awareness, but never to dance. When I discovered a few years ago that I loved dancing, I still had a lot of trouble and was self-conscious with the body awareness part and not feeling or looking graceful and sexy. Your show inspired me to want to try again to face my fear of partners I don't feel comfortable with and moves that scare me. I'd love to start again. And I loved your conversation with Suzanne and really appreciated her insights and your questions and responses. I realized recently from body work that my core is what's been frozen for a long time. And this show helped me realize that that is why I've had such a challenge discovering who I am at my core. The very core of who I am is what's been frozen. Since, like you, I couldn't speak up as a child and learned instead to adapt to each moment the way I was expected to without consulting how I felt in my body, I learned not to feel. Only now am I starting to go inside my body again to feel. I am so excited about these revelations and I am so grateful for your work. Thank you, Dr. Paula with love and gratitude for you. I appreciate this listener's courage and strength to face her challenges, reclaim her body, and heal her life. And I'm grateful she took the time to write this letter. It helps me know that I'm fulfilling my purpose, and I hope it gives you inspiration to face your truths and heal To listen to this show, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page. Healing from trauma is an ongoing topic on my show with many leaders in the field as my guests. Search the list of episodes to find all of them or begin with our shows on January 26th this year and in 2016 on January 28th, May 26th, and June 2nd. To hear my book chapter on how I used Argentine Tango to learn to trust myself and men, please listen to my July 7th show in 2016. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access any time of day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. Some people listen when relaxing, sharing time with a loved one, exercising, commuting in the middle of the night, or when needing some hope and inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. Normally, I share a silver lining story with you at this point. Instead, I'm going to let our guest, Dan Millman, share how he created a life where others may have gotten stuck in anger and bitterness. I'm pleased Dan is back for the second time with us. He's a former world champion, gymnast, coach, martial arts teacher, college professor, and the author of 17 books published in 29 languages, shared across generations to millions of readers. 
His international best-selling book, Way of the Peaceful Warrior, was adapted to film in 2006, and his new book, The Hidden School, Return of the Peaceful Warrior, concludes the saga. Dan speaks worldwide to people from all walks of life. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. In addition to posting all our shows, I post special uplifting messages to you, and I repost videos that will make you laugh, feel good about all the kindness in the world. Fill your heart with the beauty of nature and animals, the delight of dance and music and the joy of being alive. With all of the violence, hurtful words, anger, and fear that's being spread, we must find a way to keep ourselves positive. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. The answer to hate is love. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. While listening to the commercials, use the link on this page to like us on Facebook, then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll help you be part of the solution. Click on the link to read about and register for my workshop, Past Life Regression, or to schedule one in your area. Then go to the calendar of events to see your question for today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dan Millman to talk about becoming a peaceful warrior. what makes the most successful people tick keep listening to the voice america empowerment channel VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. be the best that you can be dr paula invites you to meet with her for a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session dissolve hidden barriers to your goals solve your most challenging problems and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. 
If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach over a million people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down how your life would be different if you lived with a peaceful heart. I'm so pleased to welcome back Dan Millman, who's here to talk about his new book and becoming a peaceful warrior. Dan, welcome. Thank you so much, Paula. Glad to be here with you. Thank you. Um, it's really a, a treat to have you on again. And I was wondering if you would talk to us a little bit about how it, something stopped your life and took you on a different path, but it was a different path that you chose because I think a lot of people would have found themselves stuck in anger and bitterness and fear and never move forward. And so, you know, how, how did you do all that um, and, and not stay stuck in misery? Well, I think perhaps what you're referring to is, as I describe in my book, Way of the Peaceful Warrior, and as depicted or shown pretty graphically in the Peaceful Warrior movie based on the book, I did, as a young man who was at the peak of my career as a young athlete, I was a world-class gymnast, um, in a motorcycle crash in which I was driving, Rather carefully, actually, unlike shown in the movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> someone turned in front of me, and I, my right leg was shattered, my right femur, thigh bone, in about 40 pieces. And the doctors did not uh, want to give me false hope that I might ever return to gymnastics. They hoped I'd be able to walk okay again. Uh, and it took quite a while and a, a lot of hard work. But, you know, it's funny. Um, I actually did feel depressed and angry and hurt and all those things, and I moved forward. I was doing push-ups in my hospital bed before I left the hospital. Um, so I had a goal, and I think most of us are happiest when we're moving toward a meaningful goal, whatever that is in life. could be making sandwiches for a child. Uh, it could be something at work or a personal hobby or calling. When we're moving toward a meaningful goal for us, to compl- um, that seems like when we're most absorbed and involved uh, with life. It's not just you reaching the goal, it's, it's moving toward it. So I was moving toward it, but it didn't really necessarily just stop what I was doing. Um, I actually recovered as depicted in the way of the peaceful warrior. Um, and I did recover and I ended up leading my team as co-captain of the team, uh, with, to, uh, our first national collegiate, uh, gymnastics championship as a team. So I was able to make a comeback, which, you know, everybody loves a comeback story. Now people have been injured worse. People have had brain injuries, terrible injuries where they were not able to recover spinal injuries. Um, but we do our best. And I, all I knew is I was going to do my best. I had no idea whether I would be able to make it back. And yet, which you've indicated earlier in, in your question, 
Um, that accident shook me up, and I'm pointing up right now. It shook me upwards. I started asking bigger questions about life. And those questions eventually, um, after my, I retired, after the national championships, um, and got married, had children, and, and, you know, really took a bite out of life, I began, those questions led me on a 10-year spiritual odyssey. Um, and it eventually led to an approach to living after a great deal of study and practice and experiences that I describe as a peaceful warrior's way. Um, so in other words, that, that accident did in a sense change my life. I might not be speaking with you and your listeners now had that not happened. However, I want to be very clear. I do not recommend fractures as a method <laughs> of personal and spiritual growth. <laughs> um, there, there are, there are in other ways. Um, but life has a way of shaking us up, whether it's financial challenges, career decisions, um, with, with our children, with education, um, and so on. And daily life, I view as a form of spiritual weight training. If we don't lift any weights, we don't get any stronger. So it's important for us to appreciate um, that our everyday challenges over time, if we look back, we'll know this is true, make us a little stronger and wiser and maybe even more compassionate. I, I agree with you 100%. I, I don't think any of us would recommend the challenges that we each have had individually to anybody else, but that because we know the pain of what it is from the inside, and it's, it's challenging, it's hard, it's difficult, it's painful, physically and or emotionally or, or, or both or psychologically. And yet finding that strength and building that strength um, step by step, physical or, or mental or emotional what, or all of them and spiritual is our path out. Rather than, and yes, you, I mean, I can't imagine that you weren't angry and, and, um, and bitter and, and blaming and so on. I mean, but to deny those feelings is what would have kept you stuck in them. I think acknowledging them and working through them, uh, allowing them to, to release so that you could come back to your full physical strength and health. Well, yes, I certainly agree with that. And, and as it happened in my own case, there wasn't a lot of bitterness. In other words, I had many emotions pass through me that were natural to me at that time, depression, disappointment, sorrow, and of course, a lot of physical pain. Um, but I actually didn't have a lot of blame. Uh, apparently, the driver who turned in front of me, it was turning dusk. And after all, I was doing a high-risk activity, riding a motorcycle. And it was, at, it, it was just turning dark, and he just didn't see my lights. Um, so he made a mistake. Now, gee, how many of us have never made a mistake? Uh, his mistake did result in my injury. Um, however, uh, there was no bitterness because I just, I don't know, I never felt angry at the person. He was very, very terribly sorry and shocked. It was just one of those things that can happen. But I, all I could do was make the best of it because I've learned that we can control our efforts in life. We can control that, but we can't control the outcomes. I didn't know whether I was going to make a comeback or not or whether I could do that. Um, but by making a good effort in life, despite what we're feeling uh, in that moment, 
all the emotions that pass through us, if we continue to make a good effort over time, we're much more likely to, to achieve our desired outcomes over not making the effort. So that's the only thing that was in my control. So yes, I allowed whatever feelings came that were natural to me at that time. And at the same time, I said, what can I do now? Because, you know, if we look back on our lives again, what's brought us to this moment through the adversities we've faced, all of us on planet Earth, um, it's not just been what we thought or felt. The thoughts happen to us. They appear in our awareness. All kinds of thoughts, positive or negative, and all kinds of feelings. But what really makes a difference in life is what we have done moment to moment, how we have responded. For example, one of my favorite quotes, uh, a boxing coach once said that heroes and cowards, and this is female or male, um, it doesn't matter gender, but heroes and cowards feel the same fear. They just respond differently. Exactly. And and your response of compassion and focusing on your own goals rather than um, turning into a, a dark corner was really, I think, the that you already had the underpinnings of becoming a peaceful warrior even then. Well, yeah, I suppose so. I, I guess I was just sort of hardwired to respond that way. I, all the training I had done, I, I took responsibility for my actions and my part in all of it. And what can I do now? I mean, it's just I try to be as constructive as I can. Um, but, you know, your theme that you wanted to speak about, becoming a peaceful warrior, this is so true because we're always becoming. Every day we wake up, we're becoming. We're growing, we're evolving. If we look back on our lives as teenagers, um, we, we understand more now than we did back then. We have grown. We have evolved. We've learned from our life experience, all of us. So, but, but I also want to make clear that this term peaceful warrior, uh, as we've discussed in the past, refers to all of us because all of us are seeking to uh, freedom from stress, less stress, how to respond to stress and tension, um, and seeking to live with a more peaceful heart, a more sense of ease. And inner peace, but at the same time, all of us know that there are moments we need a warrior's spirit. Whatever we look like, whatever our physical body's like, whatever our life experience is, male or female, young or old, we all have that strength to stand up tall inside of ourselves and roll up our sleeves and do what needs to be done, whether it's taking out the trash, taking care of children, whether it's... Um, getting more education, uh, looking for the best work we can find, dealing with difficult people. This is all part of our training. And a term I think I've coined, I never read it anywhere, but I think I've coined this term that many of us understand the hidden value of adversity. We don't have to go looking for it. But challenge or adversity and difficulties do develop us. They develop the strength and this, this wisdom and, and learning and growing stronger. So for example, anyone who has uh, practiced a sport or trained at a gym in physical exercise or learned a musical instrument or a new language, um, that is a form of voluntary adversity. Life is easier not doing those things. But if we take them on, they develop us. Um, 
maintaining an intimate relationship with someone is a form of voluntary adversity. And I don't mean to be humorous <laughs> here. Uh, I mean, my, my wife, my darling wife, Joy, and I have been married thir- 43 years now. Um, and she's my guardian angel and best friend. But we bump heads regularly. We have arguments. Uh, relationship is one of life's challenges. Um, and, and it has many wonderful consolations and pleasures as well. Uh, if we've raised children, voluntary adversity. Love my kids and my grandkids, but it's not easy raising children, right? Um, and even in the world of business, taking on the challenges of business and commerce, another form of voluntary adversity. So daily life delivers us all these challenges, and that's how we become more uh, bringing out that peaceful warrior inside of us through uh, the challenges of everyday life. And so how do you recommend to people that they do that, that they transcend the fear that gets generated in the daily news and and in our lives in general? You know, am I going to make my appointment on time? Am I going to get to my yoga class on time? Am I going to get this project in on time? How do we transcend all these challenges with and face them with the courage of the hero and as as opposed to going into a dark place well i would put it this way and this is really kind of radical stuff i'm i'm recommending now because so many of us are focused on how do we feel confident? How do we feel courage? How do we feel gratitude? But if we look at our lives closely, we see that feelings change all the time. Uh, In other words, if someone gives me a gift, I may or may not happen to feel grateful in that moment. But you know what? I can control what I do. I can say thank you. I can behave with gratitude, whether or not that feeling happens to be passing through me. So all sorts of feelings. I mean, I You know, when I was a gymnast and a young acrobat, I felt fear all the time. It's a natural thing to feel when you're facing these risky elements and movements you're learning. But to me, it wasn't like, oh, my God, I'm feeling afraid. How can I get rid of the fear? No, it was, yes, I'm feeling fear right now. Before I felt excitement, before I felt a little boredom, before I felt happy, then I felt sad. Feelings come and go. It's accepting those feelings as natural in that moment and focusing on what we do. So the way you overcome fear is to behave courageously, not find a way to not feel fear. Because I feel fear. I feel all sorts of things still. That's what a human, you know, it's called human life on planet Earth. So I want to make very clear. It's about how we behave, how we respond to the moment, not about finding a technique where we no longer feel fear. I don't think that's as realistic. But to use it uh, to grow and to become part of our, um, our our past where we can look at, oh, remember that. I, I got through that and, and I did well and I'll do even better next time. So to look at it as part of our growth rather than as something terrible. Well, yes. And, and we don't have to pretend we like a difficulty. You know, somebody going bankrupt is not something they're going to say, well, isn't this great? This will be good for me. No, we naturally um, um, may not like 
um, the difficulties when they arise in life, but guaranteed they will. It's just part of everyday life. Uh, and we also have some wonderful things arise. It's not all dark, you know, but when we do face an adversity, we can at least keep that thread of attention and remember, as you say, um, I got through a difficulty, a big one before. Hey, whether it was giving birth to a child, whether it was um, working hard at work and overcoming a problem we didn't think we could do, they become like master metaphors for us. We think back, well, I did that, I can do this. So in a way, I suppose the athletic training was my master metaphor. But for other people, it's something entirely different. But as you say, if we do look back, on a difficulty, we can say, you know, I got through that. I can get through this. So we roll up our sleeves and we go through it step by step. Exactly. And this is a good place for us to take a break and then we'll come back to talk more about becoming a peaceful warrior. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to sign up for my newsletter. You will receive the information on all of our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Robert Moss talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self empowerment. Now on your paper, write down what you can do to become a peaceful warrior. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dan Millman to talk more about becoming a peaceful warrior. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You 
are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down what you can do to become a peaceful warrior. And I'm so glad we're here with Dan Millman talking about becoming a peaceful warrior. Um, Dan, I was wondering if if we could um, pick up with... Um, uh, you're writing this uh, this book in the way you did that it's not fully a uh, autobiographical memoir but it does incorporate some of um, your own life well yes um, I've written as you you noted before to your audience um, 17 books and they're quite a variety but the core of those books is uh, a trilogy uh, a first-person narrative about it, my adventures, my literary character, Dan Millman, uh, starting with Way of the Peaceful Warrior. I have to mention that that's my signature core book, which most people have read around the world. Um, but what isn't clear to many people are two major points. One you just raised, that is it fiction or is it nonfiction? Well, the answer is paradoxically both. My books combine autobiography, true elements that happened to me, with creative elements for the sake of the story and the teaching. So my books do blend fact and fiction. And my second book, which I wrote 10 years later in that trilogy called Sacred Journey of the Peaceful Warrior, I have a woman teacher in that story, uh, and it takes place in a, Hawaii, in a Hawaiian rainforest. Um, and the third book, which just came out, The Hidden School, a major work, um, completes that trilogy. But both of the other two books, including The Hidden School, take place within the original story. They don't happen afterward. It's not the traditional book one, book two, book three. Both of my other books fill in some missing parts of the original story. So they are part of Way of the Peaceful Warrior. They can be read independently. They can be read on their own. If people want to read about a Hawaiian adventure, it's Sacred Journey. They want to read about a quest around the world um, and some deeper and higher teachings of the Peaceful Warrior's Way. Um, it's an exciting quest. Then they can read The Hidden School, the new book. But they all are, or they can read them as part of the entire Peaceful Warrior adventure. And other books are more nonfiction guidebooks, like The Four Purposes of Life, No Ordinary Moments, the life you were born to live, and so on. And anybody who is curious about this approach and these various books can always go to my website, peacefulwarrior.com, and they're all listed clearly there under Dan's books. And there are some online courses. There's even a free life purpose calculator. People can get a, a sampling, a taste of their hidden life path by clicking on that and putting in their date of birth they might be surprised at um, some insights they gain, and that's free. So there are quite a few features if somebody wants to explore PeacefulWarrior.com. 
Um, and I did find uh, when we had you on last year, you talked about that last book and uh, um, and that calculator, and it was absolutely fascinating. So I do encourage people to explore um, all of the wisdom that you have to share. And, and I'm curious as to uh, in in this new book, um, the uh, the hidden school. You talk. Uh, there's one section where you go into a forest. And not everyone may understand the metaphor of forest. And I was wondering if you could talk to us a little bit about why you chose that and the importance of that. Of course. Um, You know, nature, the natural world has always been my primary teacher. Even though I've had various mentors, including the man I called Socrates, um, we can learn so much, as you know. Just watching trees bend in the wind or streams uh, uh, change course and flow, shaping the land around them. And the idea of the forest, uh, often there are hidden things in the forest, mysteries, light and shadow. Uh, The mountain, the mountaintop, the ascent of the mountain. I'm sounding like Joseph Campbell now, but all these are metaphors um, that point to our lives and and our own journeys up the, this mountain path. So that's one reason, of course, I felt the forest metaphor was so appropriate. And actually, um, the story begins, surprisingly, um, in the Mojave Desert. And that's another metaphor where there seems to be very little life going on in this dry, arid place, uh, the sere, you know, landscape. But if you look closer, you see it's full of life. Um, but that we, we also encounter the desert in our lives at times. So the, these natural environments, including the forest I encountered in, in uh, China, um, all do reflect our own lives. And I think that's why my books have become so popular, because they really are not just about me. They're about the reader. And the reader experiences their own transformation in terms of uh, through, through reading the adventure. Uh, and and at one point you talk about um, Socrates, and and the thought comes into your mind that he told you to follow your nose and intuition, and and you move forward doing that. There's tremendous wisdom, of course, in that, but most of us have uh, been um, taught to only trust what we can see, touch, feel, smell, and intuition is that still small voice. It's uh, it's a feeling um, and, and, and an energy. It's not necessarily concrete and so how do does one learn to how did you learn to trust your nose and intuition and follow it right i remember asking socrates for more details directions and he said what do i look like a travel agent he said (laughs) you know follow your nose in other words straight ahead and trust your instincts um so he, he made clear he wasn't here for me to trust him he was here to help me trust myself and and I serve the same function for for many other people um you know there are times we make what seems like a rational decision we weigh the pros and cons the benefits and liabilities and uh we finally make a decision that seems rational but sometimes we wake up in the night 
or the next morning and we have a mixed feelings, a bad feeling about that decision, we want to listen to that. Um, because by definition, our subconscious mind is sometimes privy to information that our con- we're not yet conscious of. So it's not a matter of ignoring analysis or rationality, logic. They all are useful things. But we also want to develop the facility to trust our intuition. As you say, that still voice whispering in our hearts. Um, and it's, it's an art to, to trust both. Um, it doesn't mean if we say, oh, that was an intuitive decision. It's got to be perfect for me. Uh, it may be, but it doesn't mean it's going to be free of problems or challenges. Sometimes those are exactly what we need in order to grow as a human being. So it's not a matter of throwing out reason and logic and just going with our some, some kind of vague inner feeling, but it's about using both. Do you know, There was an incident that happened to me when I was coaching gymnastics at Stanford University that I never forgot. It really didn't happen to me. It happened to one of my athletes. He he came in to to clean up the gym in the morning as part of his job, uh, his work study. And he he was in a class with a, a, a renowned dream researcher named William DeMent. And he said that Professor DeMent had given the entire class a riddle to solve in their dreams. And this riddle, this is the riddle. I'll give it to your listeners right now. H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O. That's it. That's the riddle. You have to solve it. Now, your listeners are probably saying what Ted did, my, my gymnast. He said, what? What are you talking about? That's not a riddle. That's just a bunch of letters. But that was the riddle. H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O. Solve this in your dreams. Well, so Ted didn't have a clue, but he wrote down his dreams. And that night he dreamt of, he was picturing this like old pirate ship uh, on, a, on a stormy sea going up and down in the waves and rain was pouring down, lightning was going. That was his image in the dream. And he woke up in the morning, wrote it down. Um, and he had no clue. He said, well, I certainly didn't solve the riddle. And he, he went to class that day and he came back and told me, I solved the riddle. My subconscious mind must have solved it. I didn't know I solved it. And I said, how can that be, Ted? And he said, the riddle is this, H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O. Those are the letters H to O. H to O. H to O. The chemical symbol for water. And all night he was dreaming about water, rain pouring down, stormy waves at sea. His subconscious had solved a riddle that his conscious mind just couldn't do. So in that sense, our subconscious is delivering in symbolic ways information to us. And so not every dream, but there are times we need to pay attention and see if we can learn. That's why Freud called uh, dreams the royal road to the subconscious or the unconscious. So that's one, uh, you know, just a characteristic story of how. Um, the different ways intuition works. I'm going to Costa Rica in about uh, a week uh, after this, this recording. Um, and I'm, uh, I teach people how to use intuition to, that they can really trust it and know more than they think they could know. It's quite a fascinating and exercise. Although the childhood situation you just described wasn't my particular situation, it was for some of my clients. So I'm so glad you gave that example. 
And I look forward to having you back on the show so that we can talk more about all the wisdom that you have gained. And, and, and I look forward to your sharing it with all of us. And I so appreciate you and your being on the show and the work that you do. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Paula. And I'd like to invite all of you to please go to Dan's website, PeacefulWarrior.com, and to purchase his new book, The Hidden School. And thank you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Then click on the link to my resources page to purchase Dan's book. Go to my store to purchase my books. Then learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops such as Overcoming Abuse, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Finding the Silver Linings. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm, the archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature who work through me and directly with my clients, my process. Process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their finances, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. Then click on the link to register for Past Life Regression Workshop or to schedule one in your area. Go to Ask Dr. Paula and send me an email with your question about a difficulty in your own life, an inspirational story, or a comment about a show. I want to hear from you. If you live in Dallas, I invite you to experience my ultimate creative problem-solving process that connects the conscious and unconscious intuition and logical mind. Just click on the Meetup page. Please join us next Thursday right here for Healing Through Music with Ted Winslow on August 10th for Stepping into the Wisdom of Not Knowing with Estelle Frankel on August 17th for Learning You Are Good Enough with Dr. Barbara Jaffe. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember you are loved All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.